of the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kabalik. It is Thursday, August the 12th. You are tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, a full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit our new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I have a bit of a public service announcement for folks. What's that? If you're a fan of Jersey Mike, I want you to get on your phone right now, unless you're driving, and I want you to uh, to open up a, a tab and find panhandlenewsnetwork.com so you'll have it ready to go tomorrow morning at 9, and you can go on there and uh, click the 50% Friday uh, tab because you can get a $50 gift certificate for 25 bucks. So leave it on your phone in an open tab. And I want you to be ready to say you're not being cool, Marsha. And I show you like, <laughs> here's what it'll look like on your phone when you have all those tabs open. That's right. I'm and then you'll be, cool, am I? Uh, I don't know necessarily if that <laughs> means you're not being does this, cool. Does it, this bother you? <laughs> it does bother me a lot seeing the 300 different <laughs> windows you have up there, or different pages, whatever. But yeah, they, uh, the Jersey Mike's 50% Friday deal goes live tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So make sure uh, you're heading over to panhandlenewsnetwork.com uh, to be the first person on there because they're going to go fast. Uh, again, it's do. a Of course, again, it's a $50 gift card for just $25. So uh, it's a limited supply. So make sure you get them while you can over at panhandlenewsnetwork.com tomorrow uh, on the Friday or 50% Friday tab. But how you doing? Marcia, I'm good. Went right into a promo there. I don't hate it. I know. Well, you know, it's it's radio, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to to spend a good bit of time indoors today because we're under a heat advisory again. That's right. So uh, I will be spending my time getting my emissions done. So uh, that okay. luckily that's inside. Emissions. Emissions. What I yeah, say? Emissions. emissions. Well, I didn't know if you're like knocking on emissions. doors for the, you know, e with a big e. LDS church or. But- of course, but we'll talk about all that stuff a little bit later on today. We do have our first guest joining us on the phone. It's Tom Rubel from Morgan County Arts Council. How you doing this morning? Good morning. So far, so cool. Awesome. Yeah, so, so far, that is. They're going to be cool because they've got the ice house over there. Uh, that's that's right. right. Yeah. So how's that for a transition? Tell us all, all that's going on. And of course, you've got a great event coming on coming up this Saturday that I've already told Jordan about. But go ahead. Yep. Uh, the event. This Saturday, I assume, is you're talking about the concert? Yes. Yep. We got Zydeco uh, going on Saturday afternoon at 530 in Berkeley Springs State Park <clears throat> in the middle of town. You know, uh, depending on the weather, uh, as much as we need rain, I'd appreciate it if it would hold off on Saturday afternoon for a few hours. Um, if it should have rained, that event would be moved to the ice house. But, yeah, we got that. <clears throat> and we have... Um, we got our quilt show going on over here. We have more quilts than you can shake a stick at right now. Um, the Ice House is full. It's our annual quilt show with the Delectable Mountains Quilt Field here from here in Morgan County. And um, we got 
quilts, quilts of all sizes, all shapes. And we also have a quilt boutique full of all kinds of everything from uh, microwave pot holders to uh, decorative seasonal uh, quilted items to you name it, it's in there. And some really nice handbags and things. Um, so, yeah, we... We are we are staying cool with our quilts. That sounds really weird. Give me ice. <laughs> well, that kind of sounds like it's right up your alley there, Marcia. Oh I, yeah. I, I kind of peg you as a quilt person. <laughs> my mom quilted. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love handmade quilts. And, and I've been looking at some of the social media posts. Um, you know, Ber- Berkeley Springs for the Apple Butter Festival um, every year has a great quilt raffle, too. So they've got some talented well, quilters over there. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because the apple butter quilt is hanging in our gallery and the raffle tickets are for sale there, on sale there. Um, apple butter is going to be October 9th and 10th this year. Uh, so you have plenty of time to, to get in and, and get a chance on the apple butter quilt. The Actually, the Delectable Mountains Quilt Guild also has a raffle. They've got a beautiful quilt in there that uh, they're raffling off. So we have two raffles going right now. Can you imagine if um, you won also, a gift for for Christmas, like a, a quilt for Christmas for <laughs> I someone? I need to do that because, I, like I've said before, I don't start my Christmas shopping until about three days before Christmas Day. So you could start it now. Yeah, I could. There's a lot of cool stuff to, yep, see, get ahead of it. Come on over. <laughs> um, and, and I have to tell you, working there is sort of a hazard because I've already bought one myself. There you go. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, every year, this year, i got to tell you, they have come up with some really great designs, really cool stuff. Um, you know, not your grandma's designs or your grandma's quilt that you sort of treat. There are a few traditional ones, but boy, mm-hmm. they have got some really great designs. And some of the quilts, actually, the, the fabric is dyed here uh, by local people who actually dyed the fabric. That is, so I, I, you know, I've been a student of this, of course, all my life, because I used to, you know, play around with the fabric with mm-hmm. my mom when she was quilting, but I, I considered it an art then, but when you see what some of these artists do when they, um, you stand back and you look at the quilt and you can see an image and it's all these tiny, it's like a mosaic. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. cool. Yep, and, and I've learned not, you know, can't save my entire life as your average guy that I paid any attention to quilt, but <laughs> uh, also in the stitching, you know, if you mm-hmm. look beyond uh, the, the way the pieces are pieced together, the stitching itself has design in it many times. It's, uh, it's really cool. So if you turn the quilt around mm-hmm. on its backside when it's usually a, a plain back, right. you can see the design. They're definitely really works yeah. of art. It's impressive when you see uh, uh, you know, a skilled quilter uh, make a quilt. And it seems like since the pandemic, a lot of people have gotten into doing those kind mm-hmm. of uh, hobbies, if you will. So I'm sure uh, they've definitely gotten pretty eclectic uh, in recent months and years. Yep. Um, they, they really have. And... This year is no exception. Um, just last year, the show was called America Proud. This year, the show's Patchwork Garden. So it's, it's a lot of floral-ish design, if you will. Um, and I, and I want to say, because I need to do this for, for Mac and the Market Arts Council and the Ice House, uh, every year they do a yard squares quilt auction. So if you drive around town here in Berkeley Springs, there are yard squares, which is exactly what they say they are, of quilted in businesses, windows, and then the Sunday of Labor Day weekend, there'll be an auction in Berkeley Springs State Park at 2 o'clock, and it always goes to benefit a local nonprofit. Last year, it was the Morgan County Humane Society, 
This year, it happens to be the Ice House because we are in the midst of a huge uh, project of, of installing a sprinkler system throughout the entire four floors of our building, which will uh, let us actually occupy the top two floors. So the quilters are donating proceeds to that project. Well, cool. so they're going to cover the cost. <clears throat> yeah, just Okay, that was a bad attempt at a joke. Well, we're speaking with Tom Rubel from the Morgan <laughs> County it, Arts Council. It, <laughs> he got it. <laughs> with the Morgan County Thanks, Arts Tom. Council. So uh, what else have you guys been doing this year? I mean, everybody's kind of jump-started through this, uh, you know, out of the winter and spring with the pandemic and into the summertime. So have you guys been busy uh, out Morgan County way? Yeah, we really have. I mean, the nice thing about during the pandemic was that we had – we, you know, people came to Berkeley Springs, I think, to get out, out away from the cities and get outside. Uh, our building is big, and we had really good traffic through the gallery all throughout the pandemic. But we were able to start, restart. We talked about the concert in the park this weekend. We did not get to do those last summer. Mm-hmm. So we're really thrilled to have restarted those. We, we have seven. We're on our second to the last one this weekend. We have we did youth summer camps, theater camps, visual arts camps for kids that we couldn't do last year. Um, we've had you know really good uh, variety of people things going on, and it's just really refreshing to be able to offer those and and have people be more interactive with the art. Love hearing all that stuff is coming back, and and I'm looking forward to more of the you know this many sleeps until the Apple Butter Festival. I hope everything there gets underway and is and is as normal as possible, not affected by the COVID nineteen pandemic or a gully washer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 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 watching it like a hawk. Obviously, the fairs and festivals, um, and you know, very hopeful and staying positive about being able to do apple butter. There'll be some changes this year just because of COVID. Things will be a little more spread out um, to keep it safe for everybody. Uh, But hopefully things will hold up so we can continue to be outdoors and, and, you know, be able to do the people stuff. Again, we're speaking with Tom Rubel from the Morgan County uh, Arts Council. Now, of course, we've been speaking about the Zydeco concert that's going to be on Saturday at 530 cool. at Berkeley Springs State Park. Now, looking a little bit further towards the fall, do you guys have any big events maybe on the horizon you want to talk about? Um, we're really kind of in the fall. We're going with the community events. So we'll be, you know, be plugged in with the, the arts festival. There's a uh, what's actually called a Hey Girlfriends weekend coming up. I think it's the second weekend in September. I don't have my calendar in front of me. Uh, you can find that on the BerkeleySprings.com website, uh, and we'll be part of that um, as well. And then we're going to have uh, be able to restart our theater uh, productions, uh, but that won't be till early December, and we'll have a holiday show running for a couple weekends. Then uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Again, Tom Rubel from Morgan County Arts Council. If you missed any of this conversation, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on today. And I have to say thank you to Lori Hansroth for loaning Tom her <laughs> slot today. I love the way you guys play well over there. Loaning, I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, you kind of just mentioned it a couple seconds ago, but uh, can you let everybody know where they can go to find out more information on events and different things that are going on? Absolutely. For uh, anything going on at the Ice House, it's Mac, MacMacIceHouse.org, uh, or our Facebook page. Or you can go for the Quilt Guild. It's DelectableMountainsQuiltGuild.com, all together. Uh, also, BerkeleySprings.com has all the latest and greatest information on everything that's going on every week, and all the calendars are pretty much consolidated there. 
Perfect. Again, Tom Rubel from Morgan County Arts Council. Thanks for calling in and spending a little time with us this morning. Hey, you bet. You guys stay cool. Absolutely. Thanks, you you too. too. So let me ask you, Marsha, how many quilts do you have at the house? I That my mom made? Just in general. I, I have at least 10 that my mom made, and not counting what my kids have because they all have granny janny quilts now do you use the quilts or do you have them all hung up as like display items i don't or? i don't have them on display um i used them a lot more before we we got a bigger bed um mm-hmm. and then i used them like folded at the bottom but yeah when i pull those things out for the season it's always just i love seeing what my mom did. taking you back in time a little bit yeah and i grew up like i said i grew up, i called it scrap it i would scrap with my mom she just hand me material and I'd cut it up and make, you know, doll clothes and stuff. It's just cool. a great memory. So that yeah. is neat. they are artists. Uh, oh, I know it's a, a practical doubt. thing that they're making, but they're definitely all of them artists. Without a doubt. And again, uh, if you missed any of the conversation with Tom Rubel from the Morgan County Arts Council, you can listen back to that a little bit later on today on the Panhandle Live Facebook page. And of course, they have their Zydeco concert, Black Cat Zydeco. It's going to be performing at the Berkeley Springs State Park this Saturday at 530. And Zydeco music is always a good time. So if you have the chance and you're out that way, uh, head on out to Berkeley Springs State Park on Saturday at 530. But stick around for more. We'll be back here on Panhandle Live on W. EPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm serving West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kabalik. If you missed it before the break, we had Tom Rubel from the Morgan County Arts Council on to talk about their Black Cat Zydeco concert that's going to be happening on Saturday, this Saturday at 530 at Berkeley Springs State Park, and also about all kinds of uh, quilt raffle and different mm-hmm. things and uh, before the break I asked Marsha how many uh, quilts she has kind of in a judgmental way in a playfully judgmental <laughs> way but then I was thinking as I was saying that well my grandmother has made a million crocheted blankets and, and how they're many do you all have? at my house I yeah, feel like they're... they're all there either at my house well spread between my house my sister's and my mom's house that's so cool just a million of them I think that's the only blankets I've ever really ever used and there's such a snapshot too because some of some of the ladies would make them for seasonal things some sometimes there were trends the mm-hmm. variegated yarn some of them were baby you know afghans oh, yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. is, is that what your grandma called them or um, did she just call them blankets i think they were just blankets yeah i can think of or but throws yeah throws like i have yeah. some that are brown and they got like these chevron looking yes. shapes all over them with uh-huh. different colors and things and oh yeah yeah Green that's ones. again it's another it's another art and craft and and to pass down and those things last oh, for a yeah, long last time. forever. I mean, yeah. I can't even tell you how old some of the blankets that I have are. Does your dog have one? Like, oh, a, yeah. Like he's a got, dedicated He's got one? a couple that uh-huh. he just kind of takes over and <laughs> he will like hide his toys in them or he'll like take food, like little bits of food and like uh, drop them in there. So I know if I'm moving it that it's his That's blanket his. that yeah, I got. You better not touch that. Yeah, he takes over <laughs> everything. But uh, yeah, if you missed any conversation with Tom Rubel from the Morgan County Arts Council, you can listen back to that a uh, little bit later on today. Now, we did have a pretty busy news day mm-hmm. yesterday, Marsha. Developing story, of course, um, if, as you've heard in the news this morning on our stations, uh, Senator, 16th Senator John Unger, whose district is in uh, Berkeley and Jefferson County, has been appointed as a magistrate. He's taking over Richard Stevenson's position because uh, th- uh, that magistrate got moved to family court 
And officially, he has to move on the 20th, but I think there's a training process that has to happen. Um, anyway, bottom line, Senator John Unger, who's also a minister, said he prayed about it, thought this would be where he could do the best good. And um, so he's going to take that position, which means that his Senate seat will have to be, um, you know, someone is going to have to be appointed to that. That's um, a pretty substantial move, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh, it is. It's a it's a pretty powerful seat um, for Democrats, though, in the state Senate, their um, impact has been diminished mm-hmm. because they're in the minority, which was not the case when Senator Unger took that position in the first right. place. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of political jockeying going on behind the scenes. I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure this will all um, play out. Hopefully we'll have him on uh, to chat about that choice. And also uh, we heard from Casey Bohr over in Morgan County this morning um, that uh, former sheriff, uh, Ed Boober from Jefferson County passed away as well, apparently had been uh, battling cancer. So mm. our condolences to that to that family and, of course, uh, someone who served the, the public uh, interest for a number of years. Absolutely. And if you want to learn more about uh, the Senator John Unger situation and more, you can always find that over on PanhandleNewsNetwork.com and at WVMetroNews.com as well. But, uh, yeah, pretty. I, was, I think we were all pretty surprised. You seemed very surprised with the John Unger uh, reports yesterday. Well, I mean, I've just was known it kind of out of it's kind of out of left field, wasn't it? I, I'm sure they were having conversations among the Democrat Party and among the the mm-hmm. powers that be and the 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 judicial, um, you know, society of of West Virginia, the um, Supreme Court, who put the uh, announcement out yesterday, and they were probably keeping it pretty hush hush until they could make that official announcement. But, um, you know, it, it would be interesting to be a fly on the wall and see who's jockeying for that position because oh, yeah. that seat is up for re-election mm-hmm. next fall. And it's an important seat. So if you're already placed in that as the sitting senator, does that give you a leg up? Uh, I, mean, I, guess, I mean, I guess it gives you a little bit of time to kind of prove yourself before the election cycle comes back around. And does that count against you if if you, well, I guess it's not a limited, you're not limited there, mm. so it wouldn't count against you right. for term limits. So, that, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who Developing steps up for stories. And, and if they make it public at all, or if it's just kind of within the, the circles. Oh, it's true. Because if it's an appointment... Right, they can keep quiet. Who's kind of jockeying for those positions? But if they're looking just for anybody, then they have to talk about it at some point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, well, who knows? Who knows until I guess it all starts happening. You can always stay up to date with that over at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com. But uh, coming up after the break, we have uh, author Esther Ruth Blair coming in to talk about her new, her uh, most recent book, which will be launching on August fifteenth. So stick around for that and more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Taking local stories and sharing them with the four state. This is Panhandle Live. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, attorneys at law. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle. You can visit their new historic location, downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. If you've missed any of the show so far, you can listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. At the beginning, we had Tom Rubel from the Morgan County Arts Council. Then it was me and Marsha just chit-chatting a little bit. And now we have our next guests here in studio with us. It's author Esther Ruth Blair and her husband, uh, Robbie Blair, who are in to talk about the launching of their book, We Are or 
more of, uh, I guess I'll say Esther's book since she is the author. Right. We are made to praise. So welcome in. How y'all doing? Good. Thanks uh, for having us. I love the new book smell. I don't know if you can. Oh, I know. I was afraid to open it. I didn't want to crack <laughs> the spine of it. So cool. Okay. So before we get into what the book has inside it, you're the author and the illustrator and the, the illustrations remind me of a felt board. Yeah. They so do look that like was, that. So how do you, how do you do that? It's, um, <laughs> so what's the secret? So hold on. What is this? It's really cool. <laughs> they are, um, it's paper cut out art. So when I started, um, designing it, I was basically drawing it out and then wanted that kind of playful kid look, you mm -hmm. know? So I started, um, working with construction paper and cutting out each individual piece and gluing it gluing it all together that's so, so cool. yeah it's yeah. very whimsical yes i think so too thank you I almost like that. a wes anderson feel yes <laughs> yeah. very much so and i mean it makes it i think just reading books of people can be very intimidating especially if it's a bigger book right mm -hmm. but if you have something like this like you said it's very welcoming and inviting so can you tell us a little bit about the book yeah so we are made to praise um it's based on psalm 148 um, it's a paraphrase of that uh, of those verses, and um, the launch, the the publishing date is this coming Sunday, August fifteenth. Um, so it's been available for pre-order. So anyone who pre-ordered it is going to get it shipped to them, and then it's just going to be available to everybody. So um, yeah, it was kind of a passion project. I'd always, I'm a writer, so mm -hmm. I, you know, I've always wanted to write a book. Um, I'm in marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'd been a dream for a long time. I'd kind of had this in me, like, I want to, I want to do it. I want to do it on this verse, but just never the right time or just right. never kind of had the moment to do it. And then last year I started in around March, April, my son was five months old. So he was definitely a big inspiration. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be able to give it to him. And then we went into lockdown. And so we had a little bit more time to work on it. Time on our hands. <laughs> and I kind of needed a creative outlet. You sure. know, I needed yeah. some refreshment. Um, I'm really, you know, I, I love doing crafts. Um, love doing things like that. So it was, it was a really good outlet for me to have a project. Um, so really my intention was, I want to give this to Will, my son. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to have it done by Christmas. So I kind of gave myself a goal and wanted to get that to him. So when I had everything done, um, my husband, Robbie was like, well, why don't you send this to a publisher? Yeah, why don't well. you it's know? Really cool. So that's kind of how it all happened last year. So as a mom who has had, you know, plenty of, of late evenings, reading stories, uh, storybooks to my kids with the read it again, read it again, read it again. Um, it, this feels like one of those storybooks that's going to, that's going to have that impact that you can sit and mm -hmm. they're going to want to see these beautiful illustrations and read the words with you. Um, and I love, I'm looking at one of the pages, there's not a page reference, but I love that I'm looking at this and all kinds of different families and people from different age groups can see themselves mm -hmm. in this. That's actually my son's favorite page. He loves that page. And it's kind of modeled after uh, Grammy and Papa. <laughs> yeah, he kind of points Mom out and everyone and says them. Um, yeah, that was really important to me too. Um, I mean, the whole point of it is is praise the Lord, everyone. So I wanted to have everybody represented. Different uh, cultures. Different and, cultures, mm -hmm. different age ranges. I wanted kids to see that. Right. And everyone's important and they're all there together. Yep, exactly. So exactly. I can... So what does Will think of this? He loves it. <laughs> yeah. He loves it. And, and I, you know, even when I first read, you know, the, the chapter, um, in the Bible, it's, it's very repetitive and it kind of has that, 
um, easy to recite. So I just wanted to kind of like bring it down a little um, to make it something that kids can, you know, when they're reading, they're learning to read even like it's something easy for them to follow along with to pick up. Uh, So that that was definitely important. And I felt like it blended itself really well to this project. Very cool. We're speaking with Esther Ruth, author Esther Ruth Blair, uh, about their book or her book, We Are Made to Praise, which will be launching on August 15th. Now, I was reading your bio in the back here, uh, and it seems like you have been all over the place. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I, uh, well, yeah, I was born in Oxford, England. Um, my whole family's from there. Um, I'm still a UK citizen, as a matter of fact. I need cool. To, yes, Very cool. Yes. Uh, we moved around a lot. My dad was in agriculture, so we moved to Scotland, back to England. We we eventually came to America. We lived in rural Kansas and Oklahoma. And what part of Kansas by chance? We lived in a place called Goodland, Kansas. We only lived okay. there for about a year and mm-hmm. then we moved to Oklahoma. Say I'm only um, familiar with one rural rural <laughs> Kansas town and it's Colby, Kansas, which is like hmm. way, way out. Basically Denver. It's in the middle of just a prairie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you flew into Denver. We flew into Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah. I mean I was little. I was mm-hmm. around seven. So Oklahoma is more of what I remember. Fun, big open spaces, really fun when you're little, right. you know, then we moved to Virginia, um, when I was 11 and we stayed in Virginia, I went to high school in Virginia beach college at old dominion university in Norfolk. And I actually still work in Virginia beach remotely for Regent university. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, you've just always been interested in writing and you've been a reader, I'm guessing. So you just kind of had the time to channel all of that finally. And yes, I mean, my family, my parents, big readers. My dad really instilled that in me. I loved reading as a kid, um, grew up just loving books. It was kind of like a magical thing to me. Like how do how do these even come about? You know? So I loved that. Um, just kind of stuck with me. And then I went to school for English literature. I just thought if I can get college credits from reading, I can (laughs) do that. Sounds like a pretty good gig, right? (laughs) Sounds great to me. Um, so yeah, so I did that and I, you know, I think it was kind of a little bit in me, like, Oh, I think I can write a book. I want to do that one day, you know? So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's been really exciting. I know in, in the past probably 10 years, there's been a move around Christmas to, um, give some, give a child something that they, they need, maybe a little something they want something they can read. Mm -hmm. So this is, um, you know, out just in time for people to think about holiday giving or new baby giving. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's, it's a beautiful book. It is. It, it's a very, it definitely catches your eye, which is, uh, I'm you. sure, one of the uh, good side effects of, uh, you know, your design. But what was the process like? Was it easy for you to write this book? I mean, it seems like you kind of had it, the process in your head and you, the subject matter in your head. So was mm-hmm. it kind of just an overflowing of creativity that ended up into <laughs> We Are Made to Praise? Yeah, I mean, it definitely, um, I had, I felt like, Obviously, the paraphrase was was easy. I just had to put it together in mm-hmm. the right way. Um, the artwork kind of came one by one. I'd finish a page, I'd start on another. But the, I think the challenging part happened when we were seriously thinking about publishing it. And right. then I'd kind of done all the pages just with the materials I had. So mm-hmm. then whenever um, we went to publishing and they were formatting it, um, I was, you know, I was excited when I went to the publisher, they oh, were, yeah. they were really makes it real. Yeah. And they were excited <laughs> to have it. They weren't taking, um, Kohler books is who I published with, and they weren't taking children's submissions at the time. Um, but when I sent it to him, he loved it. They were on board with it, but then we kind of got into, hold on. The sizing of this mm-hmm. has to be based on the spreads that I'd done. And you know, it's not like digital art that you can change or do any of those things to. So 
the size of the book um, is, you know, six by nine, which for mm-hmm. a children's book, they're, sometimes they're a little bit bigger, or the wider and things like that. Um, but, you know, and even then with the the, the way it's spread, right. you know, they had to, uh, we had a couple of things where we were like, oh, that's going to get lost in the gutter of the book. Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit of edits like that. Um, some of the pages I'd already glued them down. So there oh, was goodness. a little bit more re <laughs> redesign that had to happen. Um, but they were so great to work with and uh, really walked me through the process. So it was fun. But I think that was the most challenging while creating the book. I definitely felt inspired and I, you know, it was, it was really fun to make it. And as her husband, I'll say, it's kind of funny when we do this conversation, it comes up, oh, you did it in the pandemic when everything happened and people assume, oh, you had more time on your hands. Really? Both of us working from home Uh, um, with a five month old. Oh, true. I guess your hands were pretty full. We actually had a lot less time, (laughs) um, but it was, it was a much needed creative outlet and um, we prioritized those kinds of things for us to refresh ourselves yeah, that was in, definitely in important. this new world that we were living in. And, uh, yeah, she did such a great job. It was so fun to watch her process unfold, um, a little bit from afar. Yeah. The faces that populate your book are just delightful. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you can hear Marcia the going through angels. the pages. <laughs> yeah. The angel page is just, it's so sweet. It is very cool. And it's one, it's, it's not just a, a book with a, a good message mm-hmm. um, that will resonate, especially with families of faith, but also it's, uh, it's beautiful. Thank you. The aesthetics are just so Thank appealing. Thank you so much. Again, we're speaking with Esther Ruth Blair, author of We Are Made to Praise, which is her new book launching on August 15th. Now, can you let everybody know uh, where they can go to find more information on your book? Maybe if you have uh, some more releases coming out uh, in the future. Yeah. So Esther-Blair.com is my um, website that you can go to and you'll find all the information on there for social media where you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, Yeah. So Esther-Blair.com. Perfect. If you missed any of this conversation, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page a little bit later on today. But again, uh, we've been speaking with author Esther Ruth Blair, uh, author of We Are Made to Praise, which is launching on August 15th. And her husband, Robbie, thank you too for coming in and uh, speaking with us a little bit. Thank you. Absolutely. Stick around for more here on Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST. Part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firms serving West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their new historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street, and you can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Icewinner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik, if you missed it. Before the break, we had author Esther Ruth Blair, author of We Are Made to Praise, her new book, which is launching on August 15th. It's, it's an amazing book. It looks great. Uh, so if you missed any of that, make sure you uh, listen back to it a little bit later on today so you can hear uh, how to get your hands on We Are Made to Praise, which is launching on August 15th. But we have our next guest joining us on the line, and these are two very important gentlemen right now because of how hot it is outside. It's <laughs> right? Jason and Dale from Johnson Johnson Heating and Air. How y'all doing this morning? Great. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing Staying all right cool so right far. Now. Yeah, so far. <laughs> so you guys uh, say y'all been busy with this heat wave? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Yes, keeping us busy. I guarantee it. So uh, one of the big things we want to talk to you guys about this morning is your Feel the Love campaign, because we are starting to bear down on the deadline for nominations, right? We are. We need to get our nominations in by the end of August. 
So we, we definitely have some in. Um, the more the merrier. Um, so if anybody has anybody they want to nominate, they feel like it's a well-deserving candidate, um, you know, we've, we've got, some, got some good ones in. So. Now, can you remind everybody, maybe if they're just now hearing about the Field of Love campaign, what the Field of Love campaign is? Yeah, so the Field of Love campaign is uh, where Johnson & Johnson and Lennox uh, Manufacturing of Heating and Air Conditioning Equipment get together, and we find a well-deserving candidate that is, uh, you know, is really given back to the community here of the Eastern Panhandle and well-deserving citizen. We just want to give back to them by installing a new heating and air conditioning system for them. And not only do we do that, but we also just, we just spend the day sprucing up their house, mowing grass, trimming bushes, whatever. If we see something broken, we're going to fix it. And everybody here at J&J volunteers their time for a whole day. And it's just a lot of fun We just to give back to somebody that's already given back to the community. Talk about morale building, but I'm sure after you guys spend a day blessing someone who's very deserving, that glow doesn't wear off for a bit. Oh, no, we're usually talking about next year's, you know. Right, right. And it's even the, the people that we've done work for in the past want to help the next year. So they're because they're, they're giving people, they want to give back too. So, And it, it's not just us. We also get other customers that are willing to help out um, and, put, and put forth their effort to, to somebody that's, that's in need and, and has been giving for many years. So it is a great feeling, and, and it makes us all feel good here at J&J. So get those applications in or the nominations in by August 31st. Now, um, Jordan uh, suggested that I go on the Facebook page because there are always some really mm. cute doggy pictures, but I saw something really gross on there too. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No, on, I'm I, not to it yet. <laughs> so, so July 2nd, oh, the post funny. is... It's a filter that hadn't been changed for, drumroll, 13 years. Too long. That now, is I so even gross. Know, talk, I even know that that's too long. Talk about that. So a lot of times they don't last that long because they'll get pulled in and sucked in around the, the blower wheel and get wrapped up. But oh, this God. one had a metal frame around it. So it stayed there for all those years, knowing, and it just didn't get replaced. So what's but that do, can, What's that doing to the air quality other than the obvious, I mean, looking at the picture? Gross factor. You're, you're filtering all through that nasty air through the house. It's yeah. definitely not good. It's bad on the equipment, too. How that even lasted 13 years, <laughs> I have no idea. It must have had a pre-filter in front of it. But um, usually you can't go more than a year without having some breakdowns. But uh, Yeah, it's a pretty impressive picture. I mean, those filters are usually blue, right, when you uh, put them in? <laughs> yeah. And then looking at it, it is gray. <laughs> and you can't even really see through it. So I don't know how the air got through it at yeah. all. I don't think the picture actually does it justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that, nasty. See, that is incredible. So now on the rest of the Facebook page, there mm-hmm. are delightful pictures, and some of them are sweet little pups in need of a home. That's right. I'm looking at the one right now. Your pet of this week uh, is Miss. You can meet Miss. Now, uh, this is a pretty cute-looking dog. She is. She looks like a little sweetheart there. Mm-hmm. And um, that uh, the Berkeley County uh, Humane Society said if you have a – she'd like to be matched up with a dog about her size or larger if you have it at your home. She like, likes other animals, but they wouldn't recommend with smaller pets. Hmm. Um, but they said bring your pet on by and meet Miss. She's a – she definitely looks, a happy-go-lucky dog. She looks like a sweetheart. Just don't show my wife that picture because we've got enough dogs. I know. See, I'm looking at it right now, and it looks almost identical to my dog I have at my house. So uh, I am. I probably shouldn't have started looking at this picture now. That I'm thinking. Go back yeah, to the filter. 
Yeah, I got to start looking at the filter again. Yeah, to get my mind off it. Yeah, don't get your mind off of it. Now, uh, what else you guys got going on down there? You got some, uh, I see, water park passes that you are going to be giving away? Well, we already did. Oh, Oh, it does say July 8th. I am a little behind on that. (laughs) What else? Any big deals on the way? Well, you know, now, it's right now it's hot and and everybody's calling us. And, you know, even though it's summertime and we're talking about air conditioning, heating's right around the corner. So, um, if anybody's you know looking to get a new system, uh, we do have some deals that are still available, but they're ending quickly. So I think we have one more week left of some um, Lennox rebates and some great financing offers. But uh, we do have offers available. So if somebody's interested and in have us come out, we'll take a look at their system. Of course, we are starting um, in a couple weeks. We're going to have some you know more service uh, deals as well. So uh, just keep an eye out in your mailbox and uh, on the radio for some service ads that we're coming out for as well. Um, people need service on their systems. Right. Again, we're speaking with the fellows from Johnson & Johnson Heating and Air. Can you let everybody know uh, one last time where to go to find out uh, really anything about Johnson & Johnson and, of course, about the Feel the Love campaign? The, be- the best way to get in touch with us is go to our website at jnjcomfort.com, and that's jandjcomfort.com. Perfect. Well, thanks for joining us this morning, fellas. And uh, try and stay, well, I would say try and stay busy, but I'm sure you're busy enough. We're busy enough. Just everybody try to stay cool. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Thanks again, y'all. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, how's uh, your house been holding up with the heat, Marsha? You guys been all right? You know, except for the way, way upper floor. Yeah, we're we're doing okay. But, you know, I I wonder how folks in my mom's generation did it with no AC. She just had fans. She just opened up the door and it was you know, would circulate through the house mm-hmm. and, you know, they made well, it I work. Mean, I grew up with, uh, I mean, not necessarily without air conditioning. We had, uh, you know, window units and whatnot, mm-hmm. but those only, you know, work so well. So I can remember as a kid, you could just feel it as you walked up the stairs, just the, the, heat, the heat starting yeah, to hit you from the hallway and everybody had their doors shut with the, you know, air, unit. AC units in it. So, <laughs> uh, the hallways were just brutal. And this like, this is literally the first year of my life. Well, excluding college, uh, in the dorms. That I've had central air. Isn't it nice? Oh, so nice. It, it really makes to you appreciate it. To not have to it. worry, to think about it. I walked the dog yesterday in the heat, and, and I came through the door, and the AC was just oh. so nice. And Well, and I do kind of miss uh, a window unit because there is something to say about when it's so hot out and you walk in, you just stand in front of that <laughs> ice cold area. We used area. to do that with the fan, too. And the, oh. the benefit of the fan was you could make your, your voice sound like a robot. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Can't really do that in front of a fan. Mm-mm. Also, today's lesson, change your dang filter. Yeah, that was... Gross. Yeah, that was impressive. Because, <laughs> I mean, of course, I don't know what I'm talking about in terms of HVAC or anything. I mean, as I just said, I've this first year I've ever had central air. But uh, mm-hmm. I could tell when a filter needs to be changed. And that one definitely needs to be changed. And it looks a lot worse than my filter did mm-hmm. in my car right. when I went to uh, go get my old change the other week. And, and the, the guy vi- told me I need a new filter. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's a so thing. So now I have to show him that. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, no, nah, my filter's okay. Thankfully, my husband changes the filter most of the time. Sometimes I do, but he's on top of that. So I'm really happy. At some point, I should it. be an adult and actually like change my own oil. But yeah, people do it. Uh, yeah. If the, sur- if the, the service then, is there, why not use it? Then you have to tap yourself on the shoulder and say, young man, have you thought about purchasing a, a premium air filter as well? <laughs> <laughs> the pressure, and then answer pressure yourself. myself and no, yell at you. myself like I yell at the dude that always tries to get me. He, he he's sitting there. He's telling me I got to spend like four hundred dollars because my car uses this special oil and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? 
They got to make the ask. They got to. And (laughs) they had it. It was so funny. While he's talking to me, I'm looking and he's like kind of standing in front of my car with the hood up, of course. And I don't know if I've never noticed it before or if they wrote it on there just to like kind of prove the point that I needed the special oil. But it said like the oil number and like brand and everything that handwritten, handwritten, like on some piece of metal. And I'm sitting there Mm. while he's talking to me. I'm like man, they're really doing a pretty good job trying to sell me. Did they sell you anything? Well, I mean, they said that that's the only oil that my car could use. So okay. I was like, okay, I guess I have to do that. But then he's like, and then also your filter. And I'm looking at it and I bang it on the tire. <laughs> good for you. I banged it on the tire. He was like, yeah, it's, it's kind of dirty. You need to clean it out. And I knocked it on the thing. And I was like, is that good? He was like, I guess. <laughs> I was like, cool, works for me. <laughs> you saved. <laughs> yeah, I saved $700 just banging the filter off the tire a couple of times. I like that. Now, for more life tip, tips, That's follow it. Panhandle Live, right? That's it. I got you covered. Life hacks right as they say i saw somebody uh walking into the building the other day with uh, i guess yesterday was grocery store day for people and uh they had a bunch of bags from like walmart or whatever and the way they were carrying them all up was i don't know if they bought this broom that day or if they brought the broom down or had it in the car but had all the bags hanging on this broom and were walking holding the broom so they didn't have to carry all the bags in their hands that is outstanding i was like that is the smartest thing i've mm-hmm. ever seen somebody do because i'm always complaining about not having enough hands or like not wanting to make more than one trip right and there it knocks it all out so now you have to put a broom handle in your car in the car yeah that is really cool mm. so there you go there's another life hack for you yeah probably didn't think you were gonna get two of those today you huh? should start a blog <laughs> you know <clears throat> i uh, if you search hard enough you can find a handful of blogs that i've created in my days really yeah, not like personal blogs. They're all like music blogs when I was trying to be like the super... Well, not like pizza or wings, like, you know, yeah, some aficionado to, I blog. I was trying to be like the super, you know, pretentious, like music critic guy back uh-huh. in the day. Didn't work out very well. Well, you're still in the radio. So you know what? You're st- you are still in the business after all these years. Uh, I so guess. There's something to be said. I guess so. I guess I'm just not a very good blogger. Uh, or vlogger, I guess. But I'm, I don't like being on camera, so... That's a different story. Anyways, if you missed any of Panhandle Live today, you can always listen back to it over on our Panhandle Live Facebook page. Uh, it'll be up in a little while. At the beginning of the show, we had Tom Rubel from Morgan County Arts Council talking about their Black Cat Zydeco concert, which is going to be this Saturday at 530 at Berkeley Spring State Park. Then we had local author Esther Ruth Blair to talk about her book, which is launching on August 15th. We are made to praise. Uh, yeah, that's everything, right? I think so. Yeah. Hey. Well, for Marsha Kavalik, I'm Jordan Dicewurst. It's been Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a good one. We will talk to you in the morning. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs. This is the Panhandle News Network, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station.